one heart at a time. One, one heart at a time. That is my battle cry against the injustices and the inequalities of the world. And Shannon McPeak is answering the call. Shannon is a nurse who, even before the coronavirus had been heard of, recognized a need in our nursing community that wasn't being met. She decided to fix that. She didn't wait for someone else to do it. She didn't wait for legislation to remedy it. Instead, she started gathering information, people, businesses, and knowledge so that she could spearhead a nonprofit web-based service organization focused on decreasing the stress, anxiety, and depression in the nursing profession. It's called Operation Happy Nurse. Just hearing this makes me happy, and I'm not even a nurse. Shannon is joining us on Love Someone to talk about her exciting new project and how she hopes to lighten the hearts of her fellow nurses who do all they can every single day. They truly do to lighten the hearts of those they serve. Before we talk with Shannon, though, I need to tell you about my show sponsor, Save Skincare Products, the folks who make this podcast possible. You've heard me talk about Save Skincare on my radio show. I love this line of skincare products. Save Skincare is a company owned by a woman. Lots of great products, a hydrating facial cleanser, a gentle gommage exfoliator, their ultralight moisturizer, not to mention their anti-pollution products, great for sensitive skin. Save products contain no added colors or fragrances, and they're cruelty-free. They have free shipping for orders over $19. When you sign up for their newsletter, you get 20% off your first order and free samples in every order. Follow them on Facebook at Save Skincare for special offers and promotions. Find Save, S-A-V-E, on Amazon using keywords Save Skincare or at SaveSkincare.com. That's SaveSkincare.com. So with me on Love Someone today is Shannon McPeak, who definitely put her her love, her passions, her desires, her thoughts into action. You're a nurse. How long have you been a nurse, Shannon? I've been a nurse for four years. Oh, so you are new to the nursing field. Yes. Yes, I am. Um, I'm a travel nurse right now. Can I ask how old you are? 26. Oh my gosh, you're a baby. Yeah, I'm I'm a newbie. So tell me what led you to the nursing field and why you decided to choose a career that is so exhausting and has to take such a huge toll on your heart caring deeply for others. Yeah. So when I was younger, I just had this urge to care for other people. I never really was one to not help in certain situations. I just always had an urge to be surrounded by people and to help them in the best way that I possibly could. So I started doing some research. I volunteered at some hospitals and found my calling as a nurse. And although it's so tough sometimes and it's really exhausting, it's also so rewarding. Um, I work in the neonatal intensive care unit, 
and these babies I get to see grow, and it's just an amazing, amazing experience. So you were, as Mr. Rogers would say, he always says, in times of trouble, look for the helpers. You were the helper even when you were young. Yeah, that's always been my my draw. I've always had the urge to help those around me. I can't think of uh, a profession that is better built for you then or that you are better built for than being a nurse. So you became a nurse. You went to school. You became a nurse. Did you go directly into working with babies at the neonatal? Yeah, so during school, I kind of realized that babies was my forte, and I just wasn't really into the adult nursing life, so I searched for programs. <laughs> the adults are just not my thing. I can't do it. I applaud all of them who do, but I am babies through and through, and I just looked for programs where I could go directly into NICU, and I did, and so that's what I've done ever since I graduated. So you you knew early on after volunteering at hospitals and doing rounds, nope, I need to be holding me and loving on some babies. Exactly. Honestly, when I was in nursing school initially, I was really worried that I hated it because I was like, I'm not into this adult nursing life. And I once I was with the babies, I just knew it. You know, my heart was in it there. So you want to help, but you really want to help babies. That was your calling. Yeah, that's my calling. And honestly, I spoken to a lot of adult nurses, too, and they say the same thing about babies. It's just, you know, you're calling when you have it. I actually, uh, because I I get fired a lot in radio, I actually (laughs) looked into a um, program being a midwife when I was fired in Pennsylvania. I thought, I can't keep getting fired. I can't keep doing this. And because I so love babies, I thought about going through this midwife program and being a midwife. The problem was I was a, a parent at the time with two kids and I was the breadwinner. I didn't have any support. And I'm like, how am I going to take the years off to do school to become a midwife? I got to get another job. I got to get back to work right now. And then so within a few days, I had another job. But uh, I love babies. So I get that that is your calling. They're just amazing. And they're so resilient and just incredibly amazing and pure people. And I just I love them. So you became a NICU nurse, and how long into this did you realize that there is a huge gap or a a huge void in emotional and mental and helpful support for people who choose nursing as a career? So they say at about six months is when you hit your lowest point mentally in nursing, and I didn't really believe them initially. We had to write a diary to ourselves and all that. And when I hit the six months, it was very hard. It was unbelievably tough. I would feel like I had a chest ache almost every day. Like I, I had never really dealt with anxiety like this before. And I just knew it was slowly eating at my personality. It was just slowly getting to me and I was becoming more withdrawn. I wasn't acting as happy as I normally was. And it really took one of my friends saying that I was different for me to realize that something was off and I needed to fix it. And I knew that I wasn't coping with my stress how I should have been, but it was a lot of energy to try to figure out how to cope with it. And so I I just pushed myself and I started working out a lot. I started researching different ways to help my stress and it, it did really help me, although I'm not at my 100% low stress, I am getting there. And I just thought I should help other people like how I struggled. How did the coronavirus affect that stress 
for you? Like, I know that your project, and we're going to really delve into Operation Happy Nurse, which is your your big project, and I really want you to 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 dive deep with me. But how has COVID, like, did Operation Happy Nurse, was that birthed in your heart long ago? Was it birthed at that six-month period? Or did the coronavirus kind of push you over the edge to decide to do this? I came up with the idea of Operation Happy Nurse in 2018, and I started working on it around then. I did some um, research. I started talking to people. Um, and it's because my friend Tiffany, this glorious human being, asked me if I wanted to continue working with nonprofits because at the time I was working at March of Dimes. And I said, I loved March of Dimes, but I really wanted to work for a nonprofit that was focusing on the mental health in the nursing profession. And her and I did some research and realized that there wasn't really much there. And there are some resources, but just not enough at the forefront. And so I started developing this idea in 2018. And I really started delving into it when I was living in Australia during the winter. And that's when I started getting this idea rolling. So it was actually started before COVID-19, but it's We've been pushing ourselves more to get it going because of this, and we know that there's going to be such high rates of PTSD and anxiety with nursing after this is all over. So we are now speeding things up to make sure that we have this resource available. I have a lot more questions, Shannon. I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm so thrilled that you took this on, that you are spearheading this, and I want to hear a lot more about it. But we got to pause for a second or two for this message. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. So now 
jumping into the big question, tell us what Operation Happy Nurse is, what your vision for the future of this is, and you just kind of told us how it was birthed, but what is Operation Happy Nurse? So Operation Happy Nurse is a nonprofit. We just got our 501c3 status, so we're super pumped about that. Um, and so we're now officially a nonprofit, and we are... I got to just jump in and say yeah. congratulations as somebody that, that, that has a nonprofit. Getting that nonprofit status, you know, it would be easier to give birth to quadruplets without any anesthesia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. And we had the most amazing lawyer helping us out, Thomas Robel. He's awesome. And he held our hands through this process, and it was it was hard, but we are here. We are a nonprofit, and I was at work when I found out, and I started crying, and it was really embarrassing. I'm so glad because we have been talking about doing this interview. My sister heard about it from a friend, a woman that works with us, and we're like, this is so in line with what we espouse what the Delilah show is all about people helping people not waiting for someone else to do it but we didn't want to we waste a sequel weapon as they say um <laughs> until you had that status and so when we heard that you got it we're like okay great now we can do the podcast and talk to her about operation happy nurse Okay, go oh, on. No, I'm so excited. But we are an online community or going to be an online community. We currently have another team working on this web page because it's going to be very intensive. And what you do is you join this community. You have to show that you're a nurse just by telling us where you're licensed, just so we can, you know, kind of keep an eye and make sure that people are actually nurses who are joining our community. Once you join the community, we have these resources available to you where you can go in and you can kind of gear your own stress relief plan to your own personal needs because some people stress relievers cause stress for them so we want to be able to make sure what you are provided works for you so we have a bunch of different options and you go in and you pick and choose which parts you want to be involved in and we kind of help track your process and make sure that um you're relieving that stress and make sure that it's working for you so that we can all go through this together and we can all work together to better ourselves and better our mental health. So it's a community where you kind of get to, to design your own stress relief plan. And I'm very, very excited about it. So tell me, tell me like what would be some of the menu options? Pretend I'm a nurse and I am working in, in the NICU because like you, I, I love babies and I'm, you know, <laughs> pulling the 12 hour shifts, three on, four off, whatever. And I am so burnt out, I can't even help my kids at home do their online schooling. I can't even, I can't even lift my feet once I get through the door. Yeah. What are some of the menu options? What are some of the things that I will be able to access on Operation Happy Nurse when it's built out? Yeah. So a couple of them are. Um, we've got a book club. I, my amazing sister, she. Um, She's an author and she is going to run this book club for us. And um, essentially, uh, we haven't decided how often, but give out book recommendations and you can sit around with other nurses and talk about the book and answer some questions and be involved that way. Reading is a phenomenal way to decrease your stress um, for many reasons, but mainly because you kind of get to escape your own life for a little bit and live in the lives of others. And you get to see that maybe stuff that people are stressed out and in the books are things that you might be stressed out as well and your feelings are universal feelings. You're not alone in what's going on. Um, another one we are doing is physical fitness and yoga. Um, I've got amazing 
amazing people who are helping me out with that. But we're going to make them at-home easy workouts because nurses are very busy. Our hours are very long, and we just want an easy resource for them to be able to do some exercises at home that are short and easy to obtain. And then um, we've got discussion boards where you can talk to other nurses who are going through similar things as you are. One of the hardest things for me when I was going through my really dark period was talking to people. I felt like I couldn't speak to people who didn't understand where I was at mentally. So when my family tried to talk to me about it, it was really hard for me to tell them about my feelings because I didn't think they would really get it. So the discussion board was really important for me to add in here so that nurses could be surrounded by people who they think understand what they are going through. So that was a big one for us. Um, we want to do help with nutrition. It's really hard to figure out what you're supposed to eat on night shifts. It's really hard to figure out quick meals that you can just heat up at work, but that are healthy. And we want to help guide these meal plans for people and help them help them figure out how to eat healthy foods, but also yummy food. So we're, we're working on that as well. Um, we've got hotlines for people who, like you said, are having trouble picking up their feet when they're walking, having trouble even getting out of bed. We want to be having an immediate resource for those nurses so that they, they can seek help right away and seek the intense help that they need. Um, we want them to have a resource that they can, that they can go to. Uh, we've got a lot of others, and I can keep going, but I'm really, those are the main ones. We want to do a podcast as well. Um, we want to delve into random things that are known to decrease stress, like knitting. Knitting is a big one for decreasing stress, uh, acupuncture, adult coloring books. We want to show the research, and we want to have one of our members go out and actually try each of these and keep a diary so she can tell what her personal journey with them was and so people can see that there's other things besides just reading, working out, yoga, all that stuff. There's other cool things that you can try to help you decrease your stress. And then also events. We want to have social events once we're allowed to do that again. How has the COVID crisis, the pandemic, uh, inspired you to build faster? Yeah, so I started speaking to some nurses and it was drawn to my attention that not only are we stressed out in work because of what's going on, there's also stressors outside of work. For a little bit there, some nurses were being harassed outside of work by um, some members of society um, because they were in scrubs and they believed that these nurses somehow were spreading COVID. So nurses began to get really nervous going into work because they were afraid of being harassed. So that kind of pushed me, and now we are expediting processes, and we are we are working a lot of hours to get this out there for nurses because they we want them to know that they're not alone and that we support them and that we can help them through this journey and that we can help them with their stress. You know what I, I love most about what you're doing, Shannon, is that you're doing it. I talk to people all the time who have a dream, have a vision, who think, oh, my gosh, this would make the world a better place. Or, you know, kids who work with foster care, whatever. You're putting feet on your dreams. You, you know, you had a dream in the clouds, but now you're building the foundation under it. And you're doing it despite the fact that you're exhausted, despite the fact that you're working now. How long are your shifts that you work at the NICU? I do three 12-hour shifts. Do you do the three on, four off, that sort of thing? Um, honestly, it depends on the week. 
<laughs> you don't know because you don't know if you're coming or going a lot of times because it's so crazy. Yeah. And you saw this need and you felt this need in your own life and you realized this was a a huge void in the lives of the nurses, tens of thousands of nurses who give so much to everyone else and nobody is there to fill up their cup, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Nurses are known to take care of other people, but not really take care of themselves. Um, We spend all our energy caring for others and we kind of put ourselves at the wayside and it's time that we fix that because honestly nurses need help too. There's a a beautiful illustration about um, a father that kept a big glass jug in the refrigerator, you know, like a uh, mason jar and he would fill it up with water and he'd put it in the refrigerator with a couple of slices of lemon in it so that when somebody was thirsty they would go to the refrigerator in the hot summer and there would be cold, cool, crisp, clear water to drink. And throughout the day, his kids and whoever came over would go get the water out of the jug, but they wouldn't refill it. And so when dad came in from working all day, the jug was empty. And that's such a beautiful illustration, a visual illustration, I think, for what nurses do. They fill up the jug, everybody drinks from the fresh water that they provide day in and day out, night in and night out. And then when they get off their shift, the jug is empty. There's n- nobody yeah. there. And it sounds like Operation Happy Nurse is there to fill their, their jug with cool, fresh love and an infusion of goodness. Yeah. yeah, that's our goal. We really, we just really want them to know that we're, we're there for them. It's, it's been really hard when people have come to me and said that they they didn't know other people were going through this. They thought they were going through it alone. And I just think that it's so important for us to start this because it's so important for people to know that they aren't alone, that we are here with them, that I went through it, a ton of other nurses went through it. And that's why I like to tell the stories of different nurses on my social media because I just want people to know that, again, that they're not alone and that we're here to support them. And when do we think, do we have a launch date when all this is going to be curated, put together, and ready to to fly? We don't have an exact date yet. We just want to make sure everything's so perfect for when it, when it flies. But we do have our social media right now to help give little tastes of what's going to be um, on our webpage. So for those looking for resources right now, we can. We are posting some things on our social media, and we are also doing giveaways. We're working with amazing companies right now to do weekly giveaways for nurses, um, just to show appreciation for them during this time. So what does Operation Happy Nurse, what does it need right now? What can we do? What could I do to help you to push this movement forward? I'm surrounded by nurses. Uh, My daughter-in-law, my son married a woman. They have a large family, and her love, like yours, is for caring for people, and she's so amazingly, freakishly good at it. Like, she's not even human. She's like a superhuman. She's like <laughs> super mom, superwoman. And and I know that it takes a huge toll. What can I do to help Operation Happy Nurse find its wings to fly? It sounds like it's already well, found its wings. How about to take off and fly? <laughs> Yeah, we definitely need help taking off. Um, Right now, we really need funding. Um, A lot of it is 
coming out of our pockets right now to make this a reality. So we need help with funding. There's a lot of stuff that goes into making the web page. Um, all of our people who are working for it are volunteer basis right now. We just need we need help funding this project to keep it rolling and to not just have it start up and then fall, you know. And then we also really need help spreading the word. We want this to be a resource for all nurses. We want all nurses to know about it. It's just hard to get that going, you know, so that's a big one that we need help with. So how do I get the word out there? Where do I tell people to go? If somebody is listening to this podcast right now and they're like, wait a minute, my daughter's a nurse. So we currently have LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. It's um, all at Operation Happy Nurse. And we also have a webpage that talks about our project where you can email us if you want to help and volunteer because we could use all the volunteers in the world. It's www.operationhappynurse.com. That will be the same. And we will have a .org as well for when the nonprofit and online community is live. And that's where we will post all the updates about our progress. Give me that address one more time. www.operationhappynurse.com. That's easy enough. OperationHappyNurse.com. I'm going to send yeah. everybody I know there who is a nurse, who loves a nurse, who's thinking of becoming a nurse. Yeah, it's, it's spreading the word is the biggest thing we can do right now. So if there are any nurses out there listening to this, please help us spread the word. It's going to help a lot of people, and we're really excited about it, and we just need all the help we can get. I will do my part to get the word out there for you, Shannon. And I'm so proud of you. Like I said, the thing that thrills me is that you saw this need. An idea was birthed in your heart. And instead of waiting for federal funding or somebody else to pick up the ball or to to run with it, you said, this, this is the dream that was put on my heart. And I'm going to see it through. And I know it has cost you money, it's cost you hours, it's cost you tears, it's cost you anxiety, it's cost you being mm-hmm. vulnerable, yeah. and yet you're not letting anything stop you. No, it's pretty funny because I was really stressed out about it at one point. And my friend, she was like, isn't this supposed to help stress? Like, you're getting stressed out about it. I was like, I know, but I'm stressed because I want to help people with their stress. And it's causing you stress to want to help them with their stress. So I got to ask, what's, what is your, what have you found works for you for stress release? For me, it's reading and painting. When I can yeah. read a good book or paint, my stress level goes down tremendously. Uh, but, but COVID, I've turned to sourdough bread baking, which is not good for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but it's so good, though. But my, mine is uh, working out. It really decreases my stress. It, if I don't work out, I can notice my, my anxiety starts to build. Um, a good run really just, it, I can just feel the stress leaving my body. So work out like you go to a gym and pump iron, you go do CrossFit. What does that workout look like for you who is doing 12-hour shifts? So I normally would go to a gym, but... Because of COVID, I can't right now. So I've been running and I've been using um, some apps to try to find different at-home workouts I can do. And I've been talking to the people who are doing them for me and doing the ones I've posted on um, our social media as well. Well, I can't wait for Operation Happy Nurse to take off because, like I said, I'm surrounded by nurses. And my 
My niece is in a program in high school so she can get her associate so she can go straight into the nursing program. Um, her aunt is kind of her hero, my daughter-in-law I was telling you about. So I'm I'm excited to share this news with so many people that I love, that I know were exhausted before COVID hit, were stressed before COVID hit, but now have to just be paralyzed with all the stuff going on. Yeah, it's something I'm really happy about that we can get this going because honestly my stress levels were out of control when I first started and from when I was talking to other nurses it was the same for them and I'm really lucky that I have such an amazing team working with me to get this going because they've supported me since this was the start and they're the reason honestly that this is happening because they pushed me and were excited about it which got me even more excited about it so I'm I'm very grateful that I have them. And we're very grateful we have you, Shannon, and that you're doing this, that you're (laughs) giving birth to this wonderful, wonderful project. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for agreeing to be a part of Love Someone with Delilah because you exemplify everything I talk about. Everything I talk about on my radio show, everything (laughs) I talk about on this podcast is taking your dream, taking your gift, taking your passion and using it to change the world for good. And you were already doing that, working with babies. You were already doing that, but you saw a need outside of the baby's needs, that being the need of the nurses, and you you're, you gave birth. You're giving birth to this beautiful project that I know, I know in my heart and my soul and my spirit that this is going to be a blessing to thousands Thousands of people, which is like the ripple effect. If a nurse is a mom, has four or five kids at home, like my my daughter-in-law, and she finds a way to handle that stress, those five kids are then blessed. Her husband is then blessed. The, the neighborhood is yeah. then blessed. So the ripple effect of this is going to be phenomenal. And I'm really, really hoping it helps the burnout as well because um – Right now, there's high turnovers in the nursing profession because people aren't staying in it as long as they used to because of burnout. So I'm just really hoping that we can all come together and help these nurses because they need us as much as we need them. Oh, Shannon, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being with us today. And good luck with Operation Happy Nurse. Thank you. I was so excited to be on here. You are just so amazing, and I love your mission and everything you stand for. So thank you so much for having me on this podcast because it has been honestly so lovely to speak to you. We're going to do everything we can to help you spread the word, okay? Thank you so much. That means the world. And get my listeners, because, you know, my listeners are pretty awesome. Uh, get them engaged <laughs> and involved and uh, and see how big we can grow this dream of yours. Oh, you are just such a beautiful woman. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, honey. God bless you. Thank you. You too. Shannon, I love that you took the anxiety, the frustrations, the stress of being a nurse, the stress that that role had created within you, and instead of letting it devour you or drown you, you turned it into hope and love for others, others like yourself who are a nurse. Shannon isn't a therapist. She's not a fitness instructor. She isn't a social director, a librarian, a business owner, or a web developer. She's just someone who felt all too personally a deep need and a calling in her heart to do something about this deep need. 